welcome to Property Talk from Louise's Lounge. My name is Louise Heatley and I'm Managing Director of Exclusive Links Real Estate with over 18 years experience in the real estate industry. Through our podcast series, it's an opportunity for us to bring you some Dubai real estate insights, discuss some interesting topics, have some guest attendees, and it's also an opportunity for you to meet some of our team. On today's podcast, we welcome back Michael Cullen, our Dubai Marina branch manager. Michael has 13 years in real estate experience and has worked in a key management role for Exclusive Links for the past five years. And he's integral to the continued success of our retail shop in Dubai Marina. Joining us with Michael today is the newest member of our management team, Salah McTarby. Salah joins Exclusive Links as the Head of Sales Progression. With over 21 years experience and knowledge in conveyancing, property transactions and banking. An expert in his field, Salah is already making waves as a consummate professional and is appreciated by both our customers and our team. Uh, welcome on the podcast. Welcome back, Michael. Uh, a couple of times you've been on and Salah, your first session on thank our you. podcast. So thank you for joining us today. Um, so let's dive straight in. Um, Salah, you've been working with buyers and sellers for over 20 years. So tell us about some of the changes you've seen in the Dubai real estate market as the industry has matured. Well, what I've noticed, uh, as far as I remember earlier, we used to get the original title deed and wait for the authorized signatory to sign the title deed. So now there is a massive changes from the past to now where we can get the electronic title deed and it's easy to uh, access it from the Dubai REST app, mm -hmm. which is more convenient for the clients. This is one of the good changes we used to wait for the uh, signatory and all that stuff. So there's no problems with missing original title deeds. Exactly. You don't need to learn anymore. We were like, where's the title deed? Where's it's the original? Oh, so even that problem's That's not It's there. resolved. And I, as far as I remember also, there, if there is a missed title deed from the seller side, they have to announce three contentsently uh, days, three days in the Gulf News mm. and, yeah, then, right. and then get the police report as well as <laughs> to pay some extra fees to get the title deed. Yeah. So now this is all gone. Um, one of the changes I remember back days in the land department as well, we used to wait and for the queuing system to enter to the... Uh, like a coupon to in the morning. Th th yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now it's more convenient for the clients. It's just a working appointment for the trustee offices, which has been implemented 2014, as far as I remember. Mm. And it's just a working appointment, easy, submit all the paperwork. Um, also, one of the changes which I have noticed is the DLD vault. So now we can upload all the paperwork, soft copy. Can just do the scan. What the DLD <coughs> vault is? Oh, definitely. So this is what my, I prefer to use that DLD vault. So basically, uh, I can access it from the Dubai REST app, which can be downloaded uh, to the phone. Um, all the paperwork related to the transfer, I can upload them into the DLD vault, Dubai Land Department vault. So basically, seller's passport, visa, Emirates ID, title lead, buyer's passport, visa, Emirates ID, and I 
arrange this documentation based on the trustee office which I go. For example, I know that some of the guys, they do like first Emirates ID, then passport and visa. Some of them, they like, no, passport. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like preference on how they like Definitely. To so I just make it as they wish. So it just to ease their process, basically, yeah. and to get my application quicker yeah, and approved very fast. So whenever I turn up for the transfer, they would say, Salah, you're well organized. This is what we <laughs> prefer. Just get Thank it done. You. <laughs> <laughs> you make our life easier. Uh, unified FOMF nowadays, they say it has to be activated where initially it's just approved by both parties, the seller and the buyer. So uh, as you can see, like those things is implemented and which, which paperless, which is makes everyone life's easier. Mm. You don't really need to carry the original documentation to the trustee and showing this for verification you yes of course something as well it's when you get there and you're waiting and it's like oh have you not got your passport yeah, copy pass or your previous passport copy? do you still email yeah. them sally like email documents to uh, the trustees well, if something's missing or wrong that's what basically so if one of the trustees they would like me to email them the documents which i can do some of them they said no just send us a whatsapp yeah. Um, the majority of the trustee office which I've noticed they like the DLD vault so it's just easy just yeah. scan the barcode mm -hmm. they can access I, they asked me for the OTP mm -hmm. they can access all the paperwork which has been uploaded and mm -hmm. it's, it's very simple and easy so getting in advance to check everything Absolutely. so you know when you get there so yeah. now it's around between 14 to 15 trustee offices okay. around Dubai with different locations so is so there certain ones that are more convenient per transaction or is it just choice? For me, I would prefer to get it with the clients, closer to the clients. So basically, if the client lives in GLT, I will not ask him to come to approved, which yeah. is based in Dira or in, yeah. in, in Garhoud. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I will choose the closest one to my clients just to save them time and effort because they come out of the uh, office working hours to do a transaction and they, the majority of the questions they ask me, how long it's going to take. Yeah. This is very challenging. Yeah, like they're taking I need time to, out of their work. I would yeah. say between one to two hours, but in reality, the approval comes quicker just to manage both parties' yeah. expectation. Yeah. So this is where I choose the location. In addition to this, uh, um, it's all about the type of the uh, transaction which I had. So companies, there are some expertise on the trustee office which I prefer to go to just to make they understand the, the process. So if you've had a complicated deal and you've transferred it at one particular office, they know. Exactly. They help. It's smoother. But you build relationships with some of the trustees. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. So alhamdulillah for me, I've got like many uh, relationship and uh, good uh, contacts with majority of the trustee office. Whenever I go, everyone, mm. hello, Saleh, how are you? How is your business? So <laughs> it's good to have those mm. kind of contacts and the trustee where they can uh, say, okay, I would love to see you next time. Yes, definitely. Yeah. This so is the way how to build the relationships up. on the customer side and with the actual 100%. trustee officers. Then, there. Louise, on trustees, banks uh, have got their own trustee offices yeah. uh, that they use. So if they've got five transactions in one day, They'll only use one trustee Which office, and then the buyer and seller don't have a choice if the buyer is a mortgage buyer. Yeah, Correct. it's on mm -hmm. occasion, it, yeah, the yeah. banks are involved. Just yeah. Basically, this is what I have, like, uh, I've got a client who wants to transfer on ex-trustee office, where the bank said, no, you have to insist and come to this trustee office. It's far away, like, 
40 minutes drive for my clients. I said, listen, why don't I try? And they said, I'll send them an email and say, listen, the client, your clients would prefer to do an extra stay office. Why don't you accommodate? They said, come back to me and say, Saleh, we've got like five to six transactions a day. We can't jump from trusted to another yeah. of each client, which is makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Which, this, yeah. this, that's why it's time efficiency I got that. for, for I other said, parties. Yeah. So I explained to my clients, I said, listen, this is the situation you have to accommodate because it's, this is what they've got. It's your bank. Mm. So finally, we got the transaction smoothly. He was happy working away with his title deed. And this is the most important thing is that quality service Absolutely. for the clients. We're in the but that, that makes sense for you as well. If you've got two or three transactions and say they're cash transactions, if they are reasonable locations for the client, they could all just come to the same trustee same office and then it's, yeah. And you know, in advance, what I used to do is, um, before I approach any trustee, whichever uh, they prefer, the clients prefer, I will recheck, recheck the documents just to make sure 100% we turn up, sign, wait for the approval, get the uh, title deed for the buyer, check for the seller, shake hands, thank you very much, deal is done. Everybody There's no waiting around. Yeah. yeah, so this is the way how I would like to get the documentation checked by the trustee office and whichever trustee office check the documents I will go to them say yeah. I won't jump to the different trustee office just purely because they've checked all the paperwork and they have done work on it mm. so this is where I prefer to to use that trustee office fair enough yeah. yeah sounds good you'll remember the old Dubai land apartment rules obviously in the market 13 years so I think you said 2014 13 12 that, that's around about that time I think mm. it was announced late 2012 yeah. that they were going to trustee offices so have you seen obviously uh, from a different side as, as an agent with your clients have you seen a change using the trustee yeah. offices as well it's faster it's more comfortable i mean you remember sally when you go down there you used to take a ticket and you used to pray that you would transfer that day. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, well, it started getting to one o'clock, you, you got nervous. Yes. No, and then, sorry, we're closed, come back tomorrow. And you'd have been there yeah. since 7 a.m., mm. queuing up, hoping, um, you they know. couldn't sort of do the demand. They couldn't uh, prepare for the demand. One day, no. you could have hundreds. Another day, not so many. They couldn't organize. Yeah. It's too much. It was... It wasn't a nice experience for the clients as well, mm. and there wasn't proper uh, waiting rooms. And then slowly they expanded and expanded, but then the trustees now are, are really nice. It's it's an extra four thousand dirhams onto the transaction cost, uh, which the buyers pay. So we do pay for that, but it's more relaxed, easier, and more locations. So it's. If you're working in a certain area, you can go to a certain trustee. Correct. It's walking appointment as well. So whichever you don't time need to is book. convenient yeah. for the clients, we just walk in, complete yeah. the transaction. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Done. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's too much stress anyway that you just want the last part to go, go smoothly. Yeah. And you manage, obviously, a very busy office in yes. Dubai Marina. And um, obviously, introduction of Salah. And tell us a little bit about how Salah's services has helped mm. you, your team, your clients? Yep. So I think from the client's perspective, it gives them uh, better service because the agent who sold them the property is also dealing with a number of other clients who he's trying to find a property for. So Sally stepping in to 
progress that sale to transfer means that the client gets more time and attention, uh, the risk of mistakes is less. Um, so from the client's perspective, much better. From the team and office perspective, again, much better because it's created more consistency with one department dealing with the sales progression compared to 60 agents who all manage their clients in different ways. Even though the process is the same, each agent's got their own style and their own ways, strengths and weaknesses. Consistency of delivery. It's of consistency of yeah. delivery. So, um, and we are lucky that Sally's been in the business for a long time and the feedback's been really good uh, with, with all the clients and agents. And so um, it's a very welcomed uh, recruit. So looking back at your role, and obviously Michael's saying it's already very valued to the team, to our clients, when do you come involved? What part do you get introduced to the clients um, to bring the parties all together? So once the agent has structured all the transaction between terms and conditions agreed between both parties, the seller and the buyer, unified form if it's been generated, signed and activated, they will send me all the paperwork related to the transaction. This is where I can step in and start doing the introduction, introducing myself to the seller and the buyer, the both parties. In, of course, all the agents will be copied into all the correspondence. So I will start the, the progressing the deal from day one. I receive the documentation up until we receive the title deed for the buyer. Regardless what is the transaction type, like we've got a transfer where we've got cash seller, cash buyer, cash seller, mortgage buyer. Regardless what's the type of the transaction, I will start stepping and make sure the transaction transfer of ownership from the seller to the buyer on a smooth transaction and everybody walks away happy with the, mm. well, and we have a good feedback from the clients as well. Okay, so you attend the transfer and Michael, what about the agents? They're involved <coughs> at the beginning? Do they carry on being involved or are they involved yeah. at the end? Where does the agent step in and out <coughs> with Salah? I think they're, they're always, as Sally said, they're always on copy on email. They might be in a WhatsApp group together. Me and Sally's got a few WhatsApp groups together. Um, and a lot of the buyers and sellers, it's not their first transaction. And so the agents are constantly chatting, communicating with the clients anyway. Mm. So it's not that the file gets handed over to Sally and then the agent walks away or anything. They're still very much involved um, with the deals Sally and I has got going on. You know, I might speak to a client or a buyer and then I'll phone Sally and say, heads up, you know, this is happening, this is changing, give them a chase there and he'll go, yeah, I'm on that now. And, you know, so it's, it's part of the team, you, you know, it's, it's teamwork. It, it doesn't, yeah, it, 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 it's uh, not that the whole case gets passed to sales progression. Um, yeah, teamwork, I think. I know you were a big advocate of bringing salary in, bringing in this role, bringing in enhanced service delivery. So is he a nice to have now or a need to have now? <laughs> He's 100% a need to have, Louise. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> He's staying, so yeah. It's like, how did we manage before you, Salah? <laughs> but we've said that loads of times about, yeah, yeah. you know, so extra admins yeah, or whatever. It, it yeah. suddenly the space is filled and we found yeah. a small 
gap in a market yeah. or a service, and, and uh, yeah. you've, you've definitely filled that for our team and, and yeah. for our, our customers. I'm sure. glad to hear this definitely. from you both. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And tell us a little bit of some stories, obviously, biggest challenges of buyers and sellers. You know, we can sit here and say, well, we will do everything we can to make things run smoothly. But what are the challenges? <laughs> I know there's yeah, been plenty so over the years. How long share, have you got? Share with us and our audience some challenges you face. Uh, so I remember I've got a case where I a seller who, got, uh, who bought a property based on one nationality and he got a different nationality, different passport holder. I've had uh, this of, before. Of, yeah, mm. and then we turn up for the transfer. He submitted the, the, the new, brand new passport. And then the land department say, no, you have bought the property based on this passport. Mm. You have to provide that passport. Could be a different Otherwise, person. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And then they yeah. say the nationality has been changed. You have to do an, uh, the nationality rectification. I step in. I said, OK, fine. Uh, he is the same person. As you can see, name has no, never been changed. It does match with the title deed. So his, his old passport copy is here. His new passport copy is here. So you just need to, uh, well that's what I suggested to the land department, why don't you upload both passports? And that, at that stage, both passports was uh, um, valid. So they uploaded both passports into the land department system and the transaction got approved. Mm. So that's one of the challenges mm. where we need to be careful with the transaction mm. because I won't know which passport he bought the property to check with the land department system since we don't have an access to the land department system. Yeah. Uh, this is this is going back before the vault days? Yes, that's <coughs> like 10, 12 years ago mm. as far as I remember. Yeah. This is where they said, Sally, okay, you have to be check with the land department or ask your clients which passport he bought the property or does he have any duplicate nationalities? Mm. It's very important, so I think, for customers to realize when they bought the property the passport information because mm. they will want to, mm. to connect definitely the old to the current yeah. Yeah. and there there were he was flying he booked his flight on the next day he was expecting the manager check to be received on the same day so it was a stressful day mm. for me but at the end we get around this and we got the transaction completed with the help of the trustee office and the land department so he didn't have an extended holiday in dubai <laughs> unfortunately which sometimes might happen yeah but the yeah. time, the timing, like expired form Fs or clients traveling, and they want a tran, you know, the buyer might want the transfer to be complete within thirty days. The seller might need more time, but the buyer wants to move into the property. I think there's it's always there's always time constraints. Whereas in the UK, for example, it's done when it's done. Really, yeah. You know, once contracts are submitted, mm -hmm. the parties Wait. just need to wait. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, I think, is one of the big stresses here that I, th I think the agents also have when signing the Form Fs is what is the transfer date? Because the seller might want his funds quicker. Mm. I think that's a big issue. But I agree completely. I've yeah. recently got a case um, which is exactly the same what you're referring to now. So we've got a seller who wants to transfer now, 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 where the buyer we're waiting for the buyer's funds to come from abroad every single day what's the latest on the funds this that and the other yeah. we've got a contract for 30 days and it's it's extendable for one more month as, as yeah. far as i know so 
This is where the stress comes from with the mm -hmm. time frame. We have to manage both parties' expectation. Mm -hmm. I can't go back to my cell and say, listen, this is whatever I've got on information from the buyer. Try to, this is, yeah. you have to understand this. We put a contract in place, we've got 30 days, not gonna wait until last minute, but whenever the funds hit the account, this is where he can prepare the manager check and yeah. transfer. And this is, this is as well, it's mm -hmm. like very stressful in respect of managing both parties' expectation mm -hmm. and get yeah. the, the transaction uh, on time. Mm -hmm. I think things change as well. Life changes and suddenly what <coughs> might have been okay one minute, something happens and you've literally got to yeah. adapt to the situation and you've got to yeah. try and manage, manage both parties. Um, also, I remember I've got a case where the bank recently uh, which is uh, HSBC, they have implemented a blocking system. Yes, yeah, just which recent, is, yeah. Which is for a mortgage buyer, initially, they used to ask us for the liability letter from the yeah. uh, seller's bank, yeah. and then we produced the liability letter, settled the mortgage, waiting for the uh, security documents to be released, and then NOC transfer. Yeah. Where now, <coughs> They said, no, uh, you have to uh, uh, get us uh, two liability letters. One is addressed to us, one is addressed to the land department. Yeah. We are going to do the blocking. You, we need an NOC. And on that project, we have to get like three NOCs, like a clearance letter from uh, you tell it service charges, service charge mm. clearance letter, then NOC, which is going to take time. You know, we have to manage the, the liability letters has a very limited uh, time frame, so we need to be careful when to request and when is expected to be ready for. At the same time, we have to work out with the utilities clearance and service charge. This is where also a good challenge, which I had experienced recently, and it went very smoothly, and we got a very good feedback from the clients, okay. and that's the most important thing for me. Mm. I don't <coughs> think sometimes clients understand. As I'm listening to that story, I'm thinking, you have to have Salah. <laughs> you, you need agents. You need yeah. to be tucked through that process, because purchasing property can be very exciting, but it can all be very stressful as well yeah. for all the things that we've actually Correct. discussed. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much yeah. for that. No and um, are there any other services that the trustee offices do provide? Obviously, we're talking about transactions, property transactions. Any other services? Uh, they, they do, actually, but not, the, not all of them. They've got that services. Like, they've got, like, nationality rectification, title deed rectification, name rectification. Contact well. details. Mm -hmm. yeah. Contact details, which they can access their Dubai REST app to download the title deed, to ask for more services. Removal so of visa? Uh, go, uh, removal visa. Uh, visas on a property. It, it, Can you do that at one of the service trustees? As far as I know, no. No, we you can't have to do go. that. It has to be done through the Amir offices. Ah, uh, yeah, I think Which so, is yeah. based on the land department on yeah. the ground floor, first floor, mm. and then they will cancel. It's called Taskin. Uh, mm. where he yes. he needs to cancel his visa yeah, private that's sell that's property. property. <coughs> visa, a visa on a property, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Before he sells. Have to be closed closed there yeah. are some title deeds which it has that DXP and then the code for the, uh, mm. the scheme visa. Mm. So prior to sell the property, it's advisable to cancel the visa in, in advance. Just purely we're not going to stuck on the land department yep. transfer date and then say wait until last minute because yep. it's going to take quite some time yep. to get the visa cancelled. And they're not doing, are they doing like a JARI cancellations and stuff like that? The trustees, yeah. some of them as well. Registration, cancellation. Yeah. They've got like 
couple of uh, services where they can provide to the clients, mm. and it's very helpful actually. I got mm. a transaction the other day for Emirates Pilot, and on his title deed, some of the properties it does mention property type villa, and some of them it does mention property type land. Yeah. So basically, he said, Saleh, I need to get my allowance from Emirates, so can you provide me any additional documents, supportive documents? I said, well, we've got the title deed from the land department, that's the main ownership document. Yeah. Mm. And then I was having a word with the gentleman, said, what, apart from this title deed, what can you get me a documentation? He said, Saleh, just go to uh, the gentleman, he will assist you to get uh, a letter addressed to Emirates, which is a clear state he owned the property with, with full property details and it's generated from the land department system. So we were lucky just went same trusty office. Yeah. We went say, I said, listen, this is the situation. How can you assess my clients? That's where I said, Salah, it's very simple. This is, give me the title deed. He got all the paperwork, uh, Emirates ID, passport. He got a form where he needs to fill up and sign, which is normal details. And then uh, 24 hours, we got the uh, ownership, the supportive documents. And the, and the clients got the allowance from Emirates, which he was very happy about it because they are very specific on details. Is it to prove it's an actual villa, not a piece of land? It's a yeah, yeah it's a proper yeah. villa, but okay. this is the type you, and you can't change that uh, the title type of, yep. definitely not. So in addition to that title, we've got that documentation from the land department system saying he is the owner, this is the full property details, and it's addressed to Emirates. That's good and to it know. it was very yeah. helpful for yeah. the clients, and he was very happy about it. And he, at the end, he got the allowance from the company itself, <laughs> yeah. I mean, your services <coughs> go beyond just finalizing a property transaction. It's exactly cases like this, where you go out your way with the connections you have to actually help clients that needed it for another yeah. purpose, needed it yeah. for a, an allowance. And, exactly. you know, yeah, there's all <coughs> solutions, isn't there? Absolutely. Just we, we let Salah find them. <laughs> 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 well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you very, thank you very much. appreciate your time this. again this yeah. morning, and I'd love you to have you both here. And thank uh, you very much. Yeah, hope to get you back soon. Thank you. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Property Talk from Louise's Lounge. We hope you've enjoyed today's chat. And if you have any questions, feedback or topics you'd like us to discuss in the future, please do get in touch and I hope you tune in again next time. Thank you.